Damn. 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 She lost the record deal. Radio station stopped playing her song. She got diagnosed bipolar and had a miscarriage. Yeah. And then, like, and people stop, just stop, black people just stop fucking with her because of that. And, but, like, compare that to, like, niggas on Twitter today, like, oh, no Celeste just came out. But two weeks ago, niggas, all niggas, like, man, fuck Lil Wayne. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met, well, you guessed it, in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde, or Taut underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, as he likes to affectionately be called on Instagram, at John Bowie. Every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences, and our beliefs to talk about anything and always leave having learned something new. On today's episode, uh, I think it's going to be a short one, but short and sweet. Um, we're going to catch up on how our Thanksgiving was and uh, a knockout or two. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, somebody who we think should be owed an apology. In our waxing hypothetical segment, we're going to ask a question about sleep because uh i don't know if you can hear it in my voice uh i'm i'm really sleepy right now and i think i think john is too we talked about that yeah this might be the sleepy episode um and nate robinson got put to sleep so it's all (laughs) (laughs) yeah all that so yeah and then after that you know as always we're going to leave you with our audio visual and mental recommendations of the week um, so with that said, what's going on with you, dog? Woo. Um, man, I think you kind of already touched on it, bro. Like the 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 kid is definitely like in a mood, bro. Like, yeah, I, we've been talking about it. Like, I don't know if it's just the weather, it's the lack of being able to really do shit outside, the the night or you know, darkness falling at 3 30, it feels like sometimes, bro. Like my whole energy level is just like next to nothing. Um, and so, yeah, today has just been a, a, a weird day for, for me. But um, all in all, I mean, I'm in pretty good spirits. You know, I, I can't really complain. I'm still blessed and highly favored. But, yeah, I'm out of it, dog. What's up with you, man? Why are uh, you so tired? Uh, I don't know. I think I haven't. I just haven't been getting much, much sleep, to be honest. And... Like you said, just the monotony of, you know, I work, we walk work from home. I think is that your dog drinking water? Is that? Can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man's, oh. you know, he be embarrassing yeah. the hell out of me. Hold on, <laughs> keep, keep this in, bro. Pablo be embarrassing the hell out of me, bro. Like he be drinking water like out of like like he's starved <laughs> at home. He'll go to the dog park, and you know how people will bring like the little portable. Yeah. This man will go hijack your dog's water. And just be sitting there, like, drinking it like he has never gotten water at home before. I'd be like, fam, can you stop? Yeah, oh, loud drinking ass boy. Hydration is, hydration is key. He hydrates better than me, bro. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, but sorry to cut you off. But, I, like, 
but like there is something that just popped in my head when it comes to like sleeping well and stuff. But you go, you finish what you were saying. Um, what's what I was saying? Oh yeah. Um, work um, from home monotony of the days. It's, it's monotonous. Like I get up in the morning, I, I take my dog for a walk, I feed him, I do some work, I teach some classes, and I play some Call of Duty, and uh, I watch TV, and and then maybe read a book and do my Duolingo. Uh, lessons and then that's like like my whole day i can't go anywhere anymore there's no more gym there's no restaurants there's no nothing so all you people who live in in in, in miami and atlanta and houston like do better yo because you could be like us you could be like us miserable jesus christ yeah miserable and tired facts and just Fatigue, yeah, just like fatigue. But you know one thing though that's been going on. I ain't even really talked to nobody about this, but like the last few nights, bruh, I swear, like I've been feeling like it's like like ghosts or like bad spirits like in my apartment, dog. Okay, call back from like episode six, I think. I forget dog. There's two they believe in ghosts. So two they believe. It's episode. Two. I think that's episode two, bruh. Episode two. Okay. Hey, I got so much backlash because I said I believe in ghosts. Listen, listen, Tunde. Like, like it's been, I want to say it's damn near like the last two days in a row. I've woke up at like, I woke up at like 2 a.m. yesterday. And then the day before I woke up at like 3.40 a.m. And so, you know, like it's just my one bedroom apartment or whatever. But like, I don't, sometimes I don't close my door, my bedroom door all the way, which obviously mistake number one, right? But, like, I swear I woke up this morning and I looked. And there's, like, a little crack in my door uh-huh. between, like, you know, like, for where it's not completely closed. And, bro, I swear I seen something like a shadow go past that little crack, dog. <laughs> like, like. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you one of those people that have to have all your doors closed when you're sleeping? Nigga. <laughs> dog. Nah. I, dog. Nah, my doors are open. It, what? I mean, the doors are closed, but doors got to be open. What? Nah, bro. Like, you if, ain't somebody gonna... breaks, if somebody breaks in the house, I got to hear what's going on. I mean, I guess, but I don't know, fam. Like, having the doors open is terrifying to me. And, like, <laughs> the thing is, listen, listen, like, it had got so bad. It got so bad. One of the nights I woke up in the middle of the night, and I just felt, like, some woogie-boogie shit going on. I literally, like, lit the... Uh, the what is it the Palo Santo or whatever and like was was putting that shit around my like around my apartment in the middle of the night dog <laughs> I think that could be part of the reason why the kid is on edge bruh or that or I'm just hallucinating and losing my goddamn mind so you've been possessed by a ghost basically no no I'm not possessed because it's not like coming out of me and stuff you know what I'm saying but like yeah the bad juju maybe I'm haunted yeah. maybe Maybe someone's putting like voodoo on me. It could be because I've been watching more American Horror Story. You know what I'm saying? I'll be watching. That could definitely be it. Ah, no, I think it's ghost. Uh, because like, because that's that's the more possible uh, (laughs) explanation. The ghost? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. I don't know how we got on this, but I swear, like. I I I I tried to completely forget about this, but like for days, I've been wake waking up in the middle of stuff. Y'all didn't get ready to make me yawn. Oh, fuck, man. 
I'm tired. This is, I'm not this, is, this is a sleepy episode for real. I'm getting washed up and old, bro. I done aged, <laughs> I done aged 17 years in quarantine. Oh, shit, yo. 2020 has been the longest year in the history of man. It's it, This episode will be out in December. This will be the first episode of December. Yeah. And December is going to last like three months. A week. I don't know. I think it's going to last long. You think so? Yeah. Why? Because Chris... No, because I think because we're in the house every day now. Like, I think, like, October, September, October went by fast because we were semi-outside. We could do things. Yeah. Now, not so much. Trish. So. Which means January is going to be another six-month long ordeal. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how, how was your weekend, dog? How was your Thanksgiving? Um, I mean, non-existent, really. It was just me at the crib. I called the fam a little bit. Um, but it was just me and me and Pablito chilling. Uh, a friend of mine had like cooked some food at their place, and then I had like some of their leftovers, and that was pretty good. I enjoyed that, so I had like food on Thanksgiving. But oh, cool! It was pretty much non-existent. Yeah, same. It's pretty, it's pretty depressing. It's the first time I've never been with my family on Thanksgiving. So, uh, I, mean, I think usually, I think I talked about this last week. I don't usually go home for Thanksgiving because. Just the, the travel and the, just going home for like an extended weekend is not really it for me. I've had to combine like my like my leave time and just go home for a long like two weeks for Thanksgiving for Christmas. But um yeah, so Callie had Callie was on she had to work, she was on call. So it was me and Guinness in the house for most of the day. And then um I hit the grocery store kinda late and, and bought some food and then kinda Callie got off cooked and that was it. Did, yeah. you, did you okay. like? Did you cook like Thanksgiving traditionals for, mm. or did you just have like chicken wings and, and fries? No, 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 no. Um, uh, we had uh, what, what do we have? Mac and cheese. Hey. Uh, what do we have? Green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. That shit's actually pretty good. My first time having it was when Caddy's mom cooked it. Uh huh. Like this shit's alright though. You oh. made it. You made no, a green no, bean casserole. No, 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 no. Cali made it. Oh, okay. Um, what else do we have? Mac and cheese, green bean casserole. Uh, no meat. Uh, ham. Cali- no I, meat. Had, I had ham. You had ham. Okay. Uh, you fucking with that swine, bro? I don't even know. Hey, listen. I don't know, bro. I, I had pork chops for right before we got on the show. I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I forget what we had. We had some more sides, but yeah, I mean something really simple, nothing too like extravagant. What's your favorite Thanksgiving side, traditionally? Side, or or favorite uh, favorite stuff- thing at the stuffing. stuffing? You call yeah. it stuffing, not dressing. I, well, well, it's a difference though, right? Because dressing mm-hmm. dressing is cooked outside the bird, and stuffing is cooked inside the bird. Uh, I guess that makes sense, huh? And stuffing. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. How how old were you when you realized the difference? Uh, almost twenty nine years old. Does I, I just figured that out today? Uh, I, was yeah, I, I was in mid I was like in mid twenties. I figured it out. Oh okay, nice. Thanks, it, man. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, so I mean, you like stuffing? Stuffing, yeah, yeah. Out the bird. Stuffing's in the bird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I take it out the bird. I mean. Well, I mean, that's yeah. how you eat it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, and, and depends on depending on who makes it. Mac and cheese, depending on who makes it. Is there who? 
Is there is there anybody in your family who you'd be like, hell no, don't make the mac and cheese? Uh, everyone. Who? Okay, so who can make it? Who is the last one? That's you know. Ashley makes really good mac and cheese. I bet Ashley does make good mac and cheese. Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to make the mac and cheese? No, 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 not like that. She makes like nice. she makes it from scratch with like like five different cheeses and yeah. yeah. So so mac and cheese is my go-to all day. Like mac and cheese is my favorite, and then second would be like your candy yams. That'd be probably my second favorite, especially when you put the two together. Collard greens are good too. Collard greens, I mean, I mean, listen, everything is fire. But I'm just if I had to put rank order yeah. type shit, you know. Um, but last year when I or was it two years ago when I went back to Texas for Thanksgiving, I helped make the mac and cheese, bro. So I like I did like sixty percent of the mac and cheese, bro, and when it was hitting. Yeah, that was 40%. My mom. Okay. She just kind of, she kind of like, like did the overseeing of me going in on the mac and cheese, bro. Oh, yeah. She's like, uh, I know you, she, can go, but I'm not going to, I'm going to yeah. keep, I'm she, was, she was making sure the ratios was right. You know what I'm saying? When you got to, when, when your, when your measurements is a pinch of this and a handful of that, you know what I'm saying? It's easy yeah. to fuck it up. So she was just kind of making sure, you know, my, my bigger hands was <laughs> throwing it off on the sizes and, por- and portions, but it was hitting though. Like and I like it when they get crispy around the sides and oh, stuff, yeah, yeah. Bruh. You know, it was a real question on the internet the other day. Somebody was like, "When y'all make mac and cheese, do y'all use melted cheese or shredded cheese?" And I'm like, anybody that say melted needs to get canceled, bruh. Melted cheese and your mac and cheese, you're done. I saw somebody made. Uh, I'm just gonna piss you off. They made mac and cheese with uh, avocados in it. Yeah, that did piss me off. Thanks. Yeah, like in the mac and cheese, or I, like I, I, I sent you a picture. It was on top of it, or it was in the mac. Like I would, I would get it. a. No, no, no. It was in it. Like it was green. It was greenish. Everything was green. Like as a substitute for cheese. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> like I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm working on this whole like being understanding thing or whatever in my life. And so, like, I could see how avocado could be, like, a nice, like, creamy substitute, like, in the body of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to replace cheese? How dare you? I mean, if you're vegan. Then stay home. Yeah, sure. Is that, is that, it's not fair to say. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, I feel the same way when people be like, oh, this is, this is, um, these are uh, vegan, vegan uh, chicken poppers. I'm like, fam, don't call it chicken. It's not chicken. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Find, find a new name. Like, like yes. chicken, chicken has been like, like trademarked. Yes. You want to call it, you want to put make cauliflower? Call it, call it vegan, call it cauliflower poppers. Or, or put it in quotes. You know what I'm saying? No, no I, I didn't want that. Yo. Go oh, find okay. your own thing. Cause you could like, <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying this is all vegans, but a lot of vegans do like, do a lot of judging. If Hell yeah. If you want to judge us meat eaters, then go find your own thing. Facts, because like it's like you want to say, say it's so bad or whatever, whatever. But like everything you do is trying to replicate what all the evil people are doing. So it's like move around, shorty, move exactly. around. Exactly, exactly. I could never be vegan. I would like to say I could date a vegan, but oh, I do. It's not too bad because Kelly doesn't. She's Kelly's not obnoxious about it though. Yeah, like, I, I, I've done it. I, I did it for a month. No, I did it for two weeks. Yeah. You, you, you shut that, yeah, you shut that shit out. You shut that shit down after two weeks. Yeah, I mean, 
I I went into it knowing it was only gonna be two weeks. I was like, listen, this is my threshold. Thanks. Like even going out, I was like, we went to get uh, ramen. I was like, I guess I'll have the veggie ramen. Oh. I put my head down. Oh. <laughs> right. Uh, it makes you not even want to eat out, bro. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So, so how how's the rest of your weekend? Uh, I mean, rest of the weekend has been pretty much slow motion the same way. Um, like, I've been over here doing, like, little arts and crafts projects. I need to clean. That was going to be my whole goal for today was to clean and stuff. So um, I'm going to try to do that after we finish this. But other than that, man, like, honestly, I, I feel my, my mental was just deteriorating. And I think it's just because of the lack of stimulation in any way, like, I I I I complain about working from home or whatever, but at least that gives you like something to do. Mm-hmm. But when you just like are sitting at home, like oh, let me just binge another episode of some show, or you just kind of get in a rut, and it's yeah. hard to get yourself back out of it. So yeah. I got I'm just fighting that for sure. Um, Spent yeah. a lot of money though. That I didn't do. I did. Like I I didn't buy anything. No, I bought one thing for Black Friday. Uh, shout out to D. Seventeen. I bought a running beanie. Hey, shout out to D. Seventeen one more time. D. Seventeen running. Um. Yeah, so like I think this week outside of Thanksgiving, uh, me and Kelly watched a lot of TV. Thanks. We watched a lot of movies. Um, with which I'm gonna uh, recommend one for the visual today. But we watched a lot, a lot of movies. Um, a lot of really good movies too. We watched Antebellum with Janelle Monae. And Precious. And Precious or. Gabrielle Sibide. Oh, sorry. Yeah, she yeah. just got engaged. You know that? Oh, I didn't know that. To a white guy. Mm. It's, and, that's, and that's okay. That's I, I want to. Yeah, I yeah. want to make sure I yeah, put that a, out there because yeah. I think I felt like I heard my tone and I was like, "To a white guy," but that's not. That's not how I feel. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's sure. not. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying you. You don't feel whatever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we watched that. We watched. Um, I finished season two of Cobra Kai. Um, Lit. Yeah, I watched, finished binging on the Undoing. Season finale comes on tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, so watched a lot of TV. I I went. I did the Fraud Street run this morning, or this started this morning, like around ten thirty. Yeah. Uh, it basically, if you don't know what it is, basically, if you don't remember, we talked. I think we talked about it on this episode where Rudy Giuliani tried to have a press conference. Yeah, in, last week. Yep. In Philadelphia, where he was like, gonna, he, he scheduled a press conference at the Four Seasons, but he instead of booking the Four Seasons Hotel, he booked the Four Seasons Crematorium. <laughs> and basically, uh, people put together a virtual run, and the benefits, uh, the proceeds benefit, um, like the food bank in Philadelphia. And it's an 11 mile run because that's the distance from the actual Four Seasons Hotel mm-hmm. to, to the Four Seasons where the press conference was. So, so I did that this morning, and uh, what else did we do? Oh, on to our next thing on our on our list. Uh, last well, night- real, well, real quick, real quick, because you know I had talked about doing the Fraud Street Run also, but yeah. I just did. If I did one point one miles, would that be acceptable? Sure, why not? Or what if I did like eleven k, which would be like what six miles? Uh, let me do the math on that. Uh, eleven times point six two, six point eight two miles. Ooh, that's a lot. 
<laughs> uh, I'm acting like I didn't just wake up one day and go run a half marathon, though, but whatever. I do need to, like, I, like in all jokes aside, though, I do need to, like, get back to being, like, regimented on my workout stuff. Because I think that would be a huge game changer in terms of my health and mental space. I've yeah. been lacking. I've been stretching more regularly, but not working out. Yeah. I would say that the thing is got me kind of on my on my shit is the the peloton doing like three to four classes a week facts that shit is, that shit is hard yeah like you better get you better have some strong calves bro them classes is hard as fuck yo and then alex Toussaint was my favorite instructor mm-hmm. like, and he'd be talking shit to you like, get your ass up you lying i'm like I'm you're like, lying all right. all right shit let's go then <laughs> You, yeah, but, I need that in my life, bro. I need somebody to yell at me. But every instructor has their own style. And, like, of course, he's a black dude, so he plays a lot of hip-hop and, and rap. And then, like, he, like all his shit is, he curses. Like, I don't think any other instructor that I've, that I've taken actually themselves curse. But he does, so. Does he play Griselda in his in his playlist? No, he doesn't. He plays, like, a lot of 90s stuff. He plays a lot of, a lot of East Coast, West Coast stuff. Um, I actually added him. Um, me and Clark, we want him to do um, a Gucci Man playlist. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be dope. I think I think a lot of people would take it too. But a Gucci versus Jeezy or something like that, that'd be relevant. Or or just Gucci. Or just Gucci, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could do like he could do versus classes though, like classes based oh, yeah, on the yeah, versus true, playlist. True, yeah, that that'd be dope actually. Because mm-hmm. my first my first Soul Cycle class. The the uh, the way my friend convinced me to go is that it was a Kanye versus Taylor Swift class, huh. and it was low key heat. Like it was it was a dope class, and honestly, the Taylor Swift songs like had me had had me teed up in the Soul Cycle, bro. I think she's talking talking about re-recording all her songs. Yeah, so she can get out of like the whatever shits right. Like like, like her masters have been sold like three times over. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. like last person sold it like wouldn't sell it to her. Yep. Which is kind of fucked up, but whatever. That's, anyway. that's besides the point. Um, so last night, the main event. Main event. Uh, we did not pay for the fight. Um, I knew better. I, actually, I don't think I've ever bought a fight myself. No. Like I've like I've pitched in. Yeah. Money and gone to the crib and watched. Yeah. The fight. I've never yeah. Same. Fight myself, but uh, the last night the the main event was Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Uh, I forget who else the undercards were. Uh, the, the undercards were, but but the one undercard right before, <laughs> right before right. was the Nate Robinson versus uh, Jake Paul. Jake Jake who? Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Okay. I Jake, had no idea who the fuck he was. Some YouTuber, basically. Yeah. And I think uh, he and was, apparently he raps too now. Yeah, he was one and zero. Nate Robinson was zero and zero. Yep. And uh, I tuned in just in time because uh, my brother sent me a oh. No, one of Brad sent me a a link. Yep. And what I witnessed. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, it was it was. I feel some part of me feels sorry for him. Ah. Uh, but another part of me, like like no one wants. I, I like I don't. It was so bad that it was embarrassing. Like, like. But that's 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 what happened if you don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Set the stage. So, uh, it was six rounds. Two minutes per round, and, and Nate got knocked that Nate got knocked down in the first round. But it was like controversy. Maybe it was a a push slip. 
maybe it was a knockdown, but they scored a knockdown. Yeah. So then, uh, Nate, he did come out. He came out very aggressive. Yep. Yes, he did. And then second round came, and he, he got knocked down. And then he was like uh, against the ropes. And then <laughs> there's like a if you're familiar with Martin, there's a meme going around where Martin's like he fought Tommy Hearns and he's like against the ropes. It's just like that. Right? It's just like that. And then. Like I thought that if I should have ended there because, like, he, I, thought, he, I thought he didn't the, know where he was anymore. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the count at the end, like it was like eight, mm-hmm. eight and a half, mm-hmm. eight quarters, nine, and he got mm-hmm. up. He's like, "You ready to go?" He was, and they was like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> and he came out and the quick three hit combination put him to sleep. Hey, oh, okay. and when I say sleep, he was like. Like when I first go to sleep at nighttime, that's how I look. Like I, I usually fall asleep face down, right? Yeah. And it was like he was comfortable. Like, no, he was. He was, he was like, home. Like you can. So basically, Dave Robinson got knocked out in the second round, like halfway through the second round of that fight. Uh, but the thing for me was, like, Nate. You get like Nate Robinson. You know, NF NBA professional NBA player. You know, he's a, a avid football player. He's a very in shape, muscular, strong dude, right? From Seattle. Is he from Seattle? Yeah. Nah, it's, it built different up there, bro, because nobody else would get Molly Wap, but I'll leave that alone. Um, but, like, uh, you know, it was crazy because, you know, he came out like, man, I'm about to whoop this white boy's butt, you know. And mind you, Jake Paul was like, I think the tail of the tape, you know, he had all the other stats. Like, he was taller, reach advantage, you know, weight advantage, all that stuff. Um, and so Nate Robinson came out. Like, he was really, like, this was sweet. And, you know, what is, what's the Mike Tyson quote? Like, everybody got a plan until you get hit in the face. Like, yep. like after that first knockdown, like, I could, I, I could see it in Nate's eyes. He was like, oh, shit, he just hit me really hard. That like, shit. that shit hurt. That shit hurt. And then, like, by the time that second round came around, bro, like, Buddy was not going to win. He was not going to win. Oh, hell no. The fact that Jake Paul came out to, to, to Curtis Blow. That shit was hilarious. Oh, I was like, man. He was, like, fake dribbling. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah, he was ignorant. The crazy thing is when he got knocked, in, when he got knocked out and then Snoop started, started singing, like. <laughs> the hymns? Like the the Negro spirituals? <laughs> Yo. Yo, Snoop, yo, like, I think he needs to, to like, commentate on everything. Like, everything. he's called NBA games. Yes. And he needs to be the new uh, Mike Tirico. Facts. Like, and if, if, if not, like, for the, like, professional broadcast, like, if it's any exhibition, like, all-star games and all that stuff, like, he needs to be doing it. Damn near, like, how they had... um. You remember how like the and one tour was where you had like the commentator like on yeah, the court yeah, with him yeah, and everything? Yeah. Snoop would go crazy with that, bruh. Man. Crazy. He was like uh, he performed smoking a blunt uh, right before that. Speaking of smoking blunts. Legend. Oh, oh what segue of the segue of the week goes to. Okay, continue. Uh, uh, apparently in the main event, uh Mike Tyson did smoke before the fight. Oh uh, yes. Yes, I can see this. So Mike Tyson, the main event is Mike Tyson versus, versus Roy Jones Jr. Um, coming into it, I thought that it was it wasn't even going to be close. I thought it was going to be, you know, second round knockout. Yeah. Um, 
body um, bag. Yeah, Tyson wins by knockout. But yep. uh, it apparently went to a draw. And the main event was eight rounds, two minutes around. Um, I did not think it was a draw. I didn't either. No way. Like all, 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 Roy did was clinch every time. Like, yep. One, two hits, clinch. One, two hits, yep. clinch. Like, bam! You didn't want. He did not want to fight that man. No, of course not. You don't want to hit the. You want to deal with the power of Mike Tyson. But, I mean, like, it was it was weird to me because they had celebrity judges, right? Yeah. Or whatever. And I, I think, like, if you had, like, a professional judging crew, like, set up with the different angles and stuff, like, Mike uh, Tyson would have won, like, a split decision, maybe. Yeah. Um, But, like, for the celebrity shit, like, I could see, like, neither one of them wanted to, like, tarnish their legacy, right? Like, Roy Jones, I think he stopped fighting in 2018 was his last fight, I think. And he, he was getting punished. Yes. Yes. And and Mike Tyson hasn't fought in 15 years. But, you know, I mean, I, I, it was cool that they had the fight or whatever. I think the only disappointing thing was, like, if you watched all, like, the promo stuff and, like, Mike Tyson, like, training and all, you know, like, leading up to it, that you were like, man, I'm hoping to see, like, way more violence. Yeah. Very little violence. I wanted to say knockout like like how Nate got knocked out. Yeah. Is What does that say about us, that we wanted to see two men... In their fifties, looking, yeah. looking, 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 soggy body as hell, pummel the fuck out of each other. Hey, fuck it. I just love the fact that how when we were when we were watching it, like I like I had Facetime you guys and you and Callie were watching it, and Callie was the one talking the most shit out of all of us. <laughs> Why are you hugging each other? Stop hugging. <laughs> Stop hugging. What you gonna do? Kiss them? Stop. I was like, <laughs> like actually, it's called a cringe. I was like. There's strategy to it. Like <laughs> you lean on them, and that's how they like their legs get worn out. It's a stretch. This like she's like, no, this is whack. And I'm like, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh man, uh, it is good though. Yeah, but overall, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not mad about it because I had to pay for it. So truish. I got to pay the what? Sixty. It's fifty. Yeah. If I pay fifty to see that. Uh, I might have been a little upset. I, I mean. For the Nate Robinson knockout, though, that was probably the the best thing. Yeah, that's worth a good 20. Yeah, I, I, I throw a dub on that, yeah. I just think it's so bad for the culture. It's just so bad for the culture. Bad for the culture, bad for the NBA. Yeah, it's just a bad look. like Because he didn't make it competitive. I think that's the hard part. You know what I'm saying? There was like there was at no point where you were like, oh, man, Nate Robinson could win this. Like He got mollywopped. Do you, you see his tweet before? Uh, he's like, I'm gonna shock the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Oh, he shocked the world, all right. Yeah. Did you see what <laughs> Steph Curry responded? Yeah. He's like talking about, I see no lies. I was like, yeesh. Like that man has to like, like this. I think the hardest part for Nate or how I would I would imagine is like he's not from this world. You know what I'm saying? So like in basketball, you get your criticisms and all that other stuff. Yeah. And like you might lose a game, but you'd have teammates and whatever, whatever. In a boxing match, it's like you took an L. And everybody saw you get mollywopped. And now you have to take this smoke and it's just you. You can't talk about your trainer, your ju- like you got whooped. And you were asleep, bro. You were asleep. You're about to be a meme. A gif. Huh? Yeah, he got beat to sleep. Yes. He, my man was knocked the fuck out by a white boy that wants to be a rapper. And is a social media influencer. Like you got, we got whooped by an influencer, bro. 
<laughs> That's not good looks. You're a professional athlete. You got Molly Watt by an influence. Reggie Bush put under, um, he commented under Shannon Sharp's post, Instagram, uh-huh. and he said, uh, until, un, until further evidence, uh, no NBA player can actually fight. Facts. I'm like, eh. Like, I, I, don't, I can't argue that. Like, what, like, show me an NBA player outside of, like, the Madison Palace where, where, like, NBA players were actually, like, really throwing hands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw a video of James Johnson punching somebody uh, in some game. You know, this, this is one interesting thing, right? So growing up as a, as a shorter guy, like, I got, in, I got in more than a handful of fights in my life, right? But it was always the philosophy that, like, if you got in a fight, like, the smaller person never, like, loses a fight, right? Because it's like, oh, if the bigger person wins, well, that's what they are expected to do kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then if you actually win the fight, then it's like, oh, that motherfucker is different. Like, he was littler and he still whooped dude, right? Yeah. But then when I watched Nate Robinson get mollywopped, nice. I don't know, bro. I did not feel like, I did not feel like he was the littler guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's should have won in a sense you know what i'm saying is it a race thing maybe i don't know maybe and then you, but you i think it's because you've seen dave robinson win an nba dunk contest multiple times yeah you've seen him like dunk on people in games and he was talking cash shit too like he was because i saw a tweet that he had talking about man I'm like, he's like, I'm killing this. Like, give me six months. Like, I'm always more of a wrestler. Give me six months. You'll see me in the UFC. And it's just like, no, he won't. Um, if that was the UFC? He would have got murdered. Murdered. The fight might have lasted 20 seconds. If that. Dog. To have somebody jump off the walls of the cage and elbow you in the face? Hard pass. Hard yeah, I'm pass. I'm not built for it. Like I think I could uh, box. I think I could box. I don't think I'm built for the UFC. I'm not built for either one. Like fam, mm-hmm. like I don't have the I don't have the capacity in me like to say, oh, you punched me in the face, the bell rung, and I go to your corner. No, 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 no. no. It's like we still going, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. In Fuck my that. youth, in my youth, in my youth, I felt like boxing was a sport that I should have done. If I'm being honest, like I was definitely like a, you punch me in the face and I'm, I keep coming sort of mentality. I wasn't like a hit me and then run. I was like, a, oh, now I feel alive. Like, let's get it. Let's get it really rumbling. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like you, I've, I, I also had a, my fair share of fights. Yeah. And, but I just, boxing just ain't it, dog. Like, just me looking back on it. Yeah, I don't want to have brain damage. Strong, get a, don't don't get hit. Mm, sure, you could be a pretty boy Floyd. Okay, sure. He's he's what one in a million. Yeah, well, yeah, one in. I think his bank account says like a hundred million. Something. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't don't no football for me. I'm glad I stopped football as early as I did. Shit, I almost played in college. That's my jam. Then I went to be a nerd instead. What a lame, what a lame decision. Yeah. Got me out here writing code. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Good times, though. Let's let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. 
Yeah, I so, think we've sufficiently shot the shit, haven't we? Yeah. We, we essentially knocked that out. Ah, uh, oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I think you, you mentioned this earlier. Um, speak of nerd shit, could you ask me, have I ever seen... Uh, what's the Space Odyssey? 2001 A Space Odyssey. It yeah. is the 1989 film by Stanley Kubrick. And it's like, I guess it's a sci-fi movie? It is. It's uh, a very good movie also. It's also I, a super trippy movie. I don't know what happens in the movie, but in real life, um, some scientists that were basically counting... counting oh, sh- dog, you gotta say what segment this is. Oh, this is the... Oh, sorry. This is the Say What segment. Say What! So uh, this was last week. Um, scientists were basically counting sheep from a helicopter, like um, like ecologists that were, they you know that span, you know, helicopters and count ranges of of um, sheep. And this is in Utah, and they were flying over. They saw something shiny in a, in the desert, and they landed and they saw that it was a shiny monolith, and. Uh, if you don't know what a monolith is, I have it for you. Definition. Uh, so basically, a monolith is a type of geographical um, feature that it consists of a massive or big stone or rock, and uh, erosion um, basically causes that structure to become hard and solid in one uniform, um, I guess, mass. So the, basically, it looked like a giant nature-made um, mirror, like a cube type mirror that just just standing in the middle of the desert. It's important to note that nature does not mean it's from Earth. Yes. Today, yeah. okay, because yeah. anything occurring in the universe it happens naturally. Yes. So it could be an alien thing. Sure, it could be. It could be. So uh, it was there. Um, they discovered it, and then a couple of days later. It just vanished into thin air. So this was as of uh, nine hours ago. I'm looking at the New York, New York Times, NBC News, Al Jazeera. They all are <laughs> writing articles on this <laughs> about how it just vanished. So maybe... They... Oh, wait, shit. I didn't even see that other part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's gone now. So basically, <laughs> uh, maybe the aliens took back their, their structure. So, I don't know. Uh, do you have anything to say about this? Uh, you know, the one thing, you know, like, I, I when this thing popped up, I thought it was just more funny than anything. Like, uh, people were like, oh, there's a monolith. Like, this could be UFOs, you know, sci-fi movie, all the references and stuff. But then as I, like, thought about it, I was like, what if, what if, like, a... Like, what if I was dating somebody and they they didn't think that there was other intelligent life in the universe? I was like, could I date that person? Like, because I, I feel like at this point in my life, there has to be other intelligent life in the universe. So, do, do, do you, like, I there think has to be. There has to be. Just thinking about how big the universe is kind of gives me a little anxiety. Because, like, it's... Like... You can't comprehend how big it is. And then you think about it, like, the universe is 
forever expanding, right? Yes. Talk about and, it. So my question is, as the universe is expanding, right? It's yeah. it, we know what space is, right? Yep. Space is like a nothing, in my opinion. Like space yeah. is nothing. And if it's expanding, but at the same time, it's also everything. It's yeah, it's everything, right? But if it's expanding, right, into yeah. into further and further out, what was there before? God. You think it's what heaven is? Uh, uh, sheesh. I don't know, dog. I don't know, dog. But like, cause like, cause like, if it's expanding, like, what is it expanding into? Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing. What was there before? Nothing. And what is nothing? And what is everything? Because space is also everything. Hits blunt. Hits blunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah. But like, I also I, I agree with you. Like, there has to be some intelligent life form. Like, we we're not that unique. Like the fact that the, the fact is the planet, like the fact that the universe is is that big and that massive. There has to be another. There has to be another planet close enough to a star where it has a, 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 a mix of chemicals and bonds and lightning strikes to make life forms. It has to be. It, elsewhere in this entire universe? There, like, at, no. least, at least one other planet. At least. At least. Like, probably what are like, the odds of that never happening again? Yeah, we're not that unique. We can't be. We can't be like, so like if you were dating somebody and they were like, and they were like, yeah, no, there's no such thing as aliens. I'd be like, are you dumb? Deuces. Just like if I met somebody and said they don't believe in evolution, deuces. If you met somebody that doesn't believe in evolution? Deuces. There's so many lines of evidence for evolution. Look at humans. Like, why do we, why do we have, why do we have, give me three, give me three. Why do we have tailbones? Who has a tailbone? Everyone. Not me. Okay. You have a tailbone. And the reason why you have tailbones is because we used to have tails. Why do we, we used to have tails? Because we evolved from a common ancestor as same common ancestor as chimps. Hmm. Fossil another we got another uh, lot of evidence. Yeah, I want three. I want three. You gave me one. That's fossil one. records. Fossil records. Like uh, compare to compare fossil fossils, right? Like look at the fossil of Bro, a you've seen the movies, of a, of, of a woolly mammoth and then of an elephant. Mm-hmm. Species. You, you can you can clearly see Based on the the, the 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 skeleton of a of a elephant, you can clearly see they evolved from a woolly mammoth, or like a, a lion or a tiger to a saber tooth tiger. Mm. Okay, that's two. DNA evidence. Okay. Uh, we are like ninety eight percent similar to a chimp. Hmm. Another one, convergent evolution. Okay. You have you have three different. All right, so. So yeah, so you have three different, you have three different animals, three different species, right? Okay. An ichthyosaur, which is a, a reptile, a mm-hmm. shark, which is a fish, and a dolphin, which is a mammal. Okay. All three different animals. Mm-hmm. If you were swimming in the ocean and one swam by you really quickly, you can you would make the difference between the three of them. The three of them. Why wouldn't I? They look they look very similar in the water. Hmm. So that that's a proof of evolution. Yes, they they evolved. Similar because they evolved in the same um, habitat. Mm. Interesting. Well, thank you for that, Doctor Tunde, Doctor Kenya K. If you if you, if you didn't notice, I'm I'm also teaching a a class on evolution in the morning. 
Oh, there it is. <laughs> I was gonna say you had this shit ready. Like I'm thinking, I'm putting you on the spot. Like uh, that, that bullet was in the chamber, bro. Yeah. But we got. We're gonna have to do that segment, like the one we've been brainstorming. We're gonna have to do that soon. Um. So we're gonna have to take a note of these. Don't believe it. Like if they don't believe in aliens, and they don't believe in in evolution. Yeah. Also, if they believe the world is flat. That's kind of a deal breaker, right? Oh yeah, gotta be, gotta be. It's kind of a deal breaker. Yes. Yeah, but, but yeah. Um, but nobody would believe all three of those things, right? Wait. Like, what if, like, if there was a person that you met that was like, "I don't believe in aliens. Uh, uh, I think uh, the world uh, is flat, and I don't believe in evolution." That'd be a special cocktail. I shouldn't say crazy. That's dismissive, right? Maybe it's a crazy. It's uh, it's asinine. It's asinine. It's it's misinformed. It's idiotic. It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, the monolith. That's our say what? Seven. Yeah, you guys can check that out. There's a there's plenty of articles. I I know the one I found is from CNN. Um, and then you said there's everyone's talking about it on I, current I, news too. Uh, New York Times. Shout out to Utah, man. Yeah. Finding ghosts or finding aliens, I should say. Utah's a very diverse state as far as like geography. Like they have deserts. I was about to say diverse in terms of what? <laughs> they have deserts. They have like fucking mountains. We can go skiing. They have, they, they have salt lakes. They have like salt, like salt, like uh, prairies where you like just salt everywhere on the ground. Like yeah. Utah's crazy. This man said Utah's a very diverse state. I was about to. <laughs> Cut the recording, like, is, did you have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Donald Mitchell lives there. So? <laughs> him, and, him, and the, him and the jazz are the only diversity there. And whatever athletes that, have, like, that haven't got kicked out of school for having sex. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that happened to BYU. Buddy at BYU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He couldn't play in the in March Madness because he has sex on campus. With his girlfriend. With his girlfriend. I mean, I could go there and be just fine. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, don't nobody. <laughs> and, I'm not, and, I'm the, and I'm not the sex symbol of the podcast. But, um, you know, you wouldn't make it to the tournament. I would play all the games, be just fine. Uh, whatever you say, yo. <laughs> I was I was a virgin to most of college anyway, so because I'm wholesome. Did you say wholesome? Wholesome, pristine. Yeah, right, Tunde. I was wholesome until I met you. How about that? Oh, I'm sorry. That was that kind of came out harsh. Wow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I used to be so wholesome. I am still wholesome. Mm. Whatever you say. <laughs> Whatever you say. So on to the next topic. Um, we kind of talked about uh, today, right? And because you mentioned that uh, Little Wayne dropped a new mixtape, No Silence uh, Three. No Silence Three. And I mentioned that a lot of people owe Chrisette Michelle an apology. And you said, one, who is that? 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. You, you haven't heard a name in that long that you that, that you forgot who she was. I completely had no idea who Chrisette Michelle is, is or was. I don't even know if I ever knew her name at this point. That's how much she's been forgotten. Yes, and that's and then the reason why um, Chrisette Michelle has been forgotten. Um, I think I I used to be I would, I, would, I used to be a fan of hers. Like if, if if she dropped the album, I would definitely go and listen to it. Um, back in the day. Uh, so Chrisette Michelle, uh, R and B singer, who after the 2016 election, she decided in her logic that she wanted to bridge the gap between like all the hate between like you know all sides. Uh, you know, people who support Trump and then people who want to write who are decent. Uh, oh, wow, today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so, yeah, so she, she, she accepted an offer to sing at Trump's, uh, one of Trump's inauguration balls. So, you remember that Trump, like, spent all this money on his inauguration had all these balls, which he's under investigation for now, but whatever. Uh, and Chrisette Michelle was invited, and she accepted the offer against the against the um, against the advice of her husband and of her fans and all the people she worked with. And, and she's everybody. Yeah, and then when she went ahead and did it because she wanted to quote be the bridge in a fractured nation, as if. Her singing for, for one song was going to do that. But anyways, she did it. And according to this article that we're looking at in the Washington Post that was published last year, it said that after she did it, her life went into a tailspin. The 36-year-old lost an album distribution deal. So she lost her deal. Uh, radio, song, radio station stopped playing her songs. She was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and endured a miscarriage that she publicly attributed to the stress from death threats and a hygiene of criticism. So she was getting death threats, and she went into. She had. She developed bipolar disorder, and um, she wrote this song called "Strong Black Woman." Wondered if she should stop singing forever, and like I feel like, yes, she did something in my opinion that was foolish, mm-hmm. um, by by going there and singing at the at the inauguration, uh, ball, but I don't think that. She should have got death threats, and she should have lost basically her. Like people say, "Oh, no one gets canceled." No, nah, she got canceled. Like, yeah, she got canceled for real. She lost everything, right? <laughs> as far as as far as, as far as her career, she lost the baby. Like, yeah, she lost because of this, right? And yeah. I say that a lot of people, not everyone, because I'm I'm pretty sure not everyone, you know, will fall into this category. But a lot of people canceled her because of that, right? And they never sure. forgave her. But then you look at twenty from twenty sixteen to twenty twenty, right? Look at we we did a whole episode on not whole episode, but we talked about this a lot on different episodes. And there are a lot of not black women, a lot of black men who are supporting Trump publicly, right? Yep. Not not, not singing a song at the inauguration, but like coming out and and giving their support, like my political support. This is who I'm backing for the election. Like mm-hmm. like uh like Kanye. Like whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like Kanye, like Lil Wayne, like Lil Pump. Uh, who else? Um, 
Uh, Kanye was his opposition. Jim Jim Brown, uh, Herschel Walker, uh, all these all these people. Ice uh, Cube. Uh, Ice Cube. Yeah. So like all these people who say I'm gonna work with him and do this and do that, right? So. <laughs> no skills three come out. All I see, all I see people on on Twitter. Oh man, that was so, no that was, uh, no skills. That, that shit go hard. Like, just two weeks ago, we were all talking about how he's canceled. And you being a fucking hypocrite, dog. So, um, dog. What? Like, I'm laughing because it's like it's like so absurd. It's so absurd. Like. Like, just think about how this whole thing came to play with us talking about it right now on the pod, too. Like, yeah. you literally were like, you said, like, man, I think people owe her an apology. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I had no idea who this was. And then you sent the article, and I'm, like, reading it and everything, and I feel terrible. Because, like, it is her career. Like, her husband was trying to tell her not to do it. Her fans were trying to tell her not to do it. Like, ever since she sang at the inauguration, like like you, like you said, bipolar disorder, miscarriage. Like like loss of career. She like her songs aren't played on the radio. She lost her her distribution deal. She lost everything. Yep. And yeah. it's like and it's like and you have these goofy dudes, these goofy ass black men coming out saying just saying words or making a tweet or anything, and they're getting less heat than she got. Not, not, not only they're not getting heat. They are getting support. Like yes. people are seeing the shit out of No Silence Three. Yes, bro. And it's like if she was, she it is like it's. I feel so bad because she was trying to like help the country heal and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 fucked like... up, right? And like <laughs> combines two episodes, right? We talked about like these goofy ass dudes doing this, and we talked about protecting black women. Like it, it like it combines two different like two different episodes or two different topics that we it's talked so about a lot on the podcast. It, it's it so is. fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like, and like, and I feel like if we didn't talk about this, nobody would be talking about this. Like, this is not a conversation in any circle or any sort of like group that we're in. Like, nobody's talking about how everybody just canceled Chrisette Michelle and she's erased from history. Nope. I didn't. I'm. I'm looking. I pulled up her Wikipedia page, bro. She's been making albums since 2007. Yeah, I used to listen to a lot in grad school. A lot. Like, and it's like, and I legitimately, like, you could play a song of hers right now, and I couldn't even tell you if I've even heard of this woman before. And I'm sure that I've heard her stuff before. Uh, oh, for sure. For she's sure. Been, she's been making music for over a decade. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm like, who is this? Huh? What? Yeah, because no one's playing her music anymore. Gone. And, and 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 I think you had said this offline too, right? Literally, literally, um, yeah. Uh, damn, I just had a whole brain fart. Uh, she 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 does this thing and is wiped off the place of the uh, face of the earth. It is just it's just crazy, bro. It's just it's just crazy. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, yeah. I'm still here. I just. I just want people to do better. Like, if you're going to catch people because of, of the association with Trump, then do it all the way around. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Because she did it in 2016, like, right after he got, you know, elected, right? So yeah. it's like, you know, he hadn't been in the White House. He hadn't been 
doing all the shit that he has been doing in the last four years. She was like early in the game, just like, hey, I want to help you know the country heal. Four years later, you got all these dudes coming out saying it's the after he's been a vocal jackass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like Shorty got drug. And it's so unfortunate. I really shouldn't I, be I, laughing. I remember, I remember Twitter. Yeah. When she performed. Dog. She got drug, bro. Dog. Twitter roasted her. Yeesh. Protect black women, man. Man. So fucked up. It's, yeah, yeah, that's actually um, really fucked up. I'm sorry that I'm laughing, and I don't want people to like think that I'm thinking that this is a joke. But that's the only way I know how to process my emotions. Because yeah. this shit is actually like really fucked up. Yeah, pray for Cassette Michelle. Like, and, oh and- wait, hold on a second. I'm on her. I'm on this thing, and she was initially supposed to perform at the Make America Great Again Welcome Celebration. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Um... Sheesh. This is that's so that's so fucked. I mean, uh, I mean personally, like you know me, you know where I stand on it. Like, oh yeah, uh, I want to see people. I'm just gonna cancel everyone. Dog, she won a Grammy. Wouldn't know it. <laughs> she won a Grammy. Wouldn't know it. <laughs> this is so fucked up. <laughs> this is so fucked up. Man, I'm about to go stream her music right now. Hey, if everybody, if everybody listening to this right now, man, please go stream a Chrisette Michelle song. Um, she won the Grammy for "Be Okay." Um, it's a, it's the best urban alternative performance for the, the song app? "Be Okay." You said what? I said the app. No, oh my bad. You said the app. Yeah, "Be Okay." Did I say that? I thought that's what you're talking about. I said "Be Okay." I have to say, be okay, Doug. You're wild, <laughs> Doug. You're wild. <laughs> that trash app, bro. <laughs> oh man, dude, you on, on, on another note. <laughs> on another note, what do we have next? I don't even know anymore, dog. I'm losing it. Oh, oh yes, shit. yes, yes. I'm losing it. Being that this is the sleepy episode. Oh, I think I'm sleepy right now, dog. I'm like hella slapping. Right oh man. <laughs> you know, I'm about to I'm about to as soon as we get off this, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself some hot chocolate and take a nap. Well you're a child. Well I don't I don't drink coffee, so do you have hot chocolate like in the little packages? I have that and that we uh, have that and we have a Keurig. Oh you got Keurig hot chocolate? Uh-huh. Man, make sure you respond, recycle those K-Cups responsibly, man. They're killing the turtles, bro. Oh, my, oh, my bad. Yeah, dog. Like, K-Cups are bad for the planet, B. I mean, so is all other plastic, too, but... Yeah. Well, it's one pinpoint straws. But anyways, <laughs> Tina, this is a uh, sleepy episode. We, we have a sleepy waxing hypotheticals. Waxing oh, hypothetical this week. Oh. So, uh... Do you want to ask it, or do you want to... Oh, uh, sure, yeah. I, I guess I found it, yeah. So let's do it. Okay. So the waxing hypothetical for this week, uh, like Tunde said, is based around our theme of sleep. Um, so the question is, if you could accomplish simple tasks while sleeping and still get a good night's sleep, what would you want your body to do while you were sleeping? So do we need to set some parameters to this? Uh, Sure. Okay. Say, well, I think it says simple, right? So you can't like be doing like your actual job. 
Right, you can't file your taxes or motherfucking... Yeah. It has to be, like, a simple task. Um, and so I guess, like, are we saying that you can be sleepwalking but still be rested in the morning? Is that one thing we're yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're assuming that you can sleepwalk. Um, probably not drive anywhere, though. Mm, sure. Let's say you can't drive anywhere, so it's got to be something at home of sorts. If with these, with these, like, I think my answer is super simple, right? My super answer is super easy. So we'll, I'll let you go first, though. Uh, okay. Uh, I would say the, it's a couple, right? Um, yeah. It, it's going to be something that, I, like, I don't like doing. Facts. So I would say folding laundry. Just uh, just folding, though. Not doing the laundry, just only yeah. folding. Folding is, I mean, it's not hard to do laundry. Like, you put your clothes in a, in a washer, and you, like, you put fabric softener and detergent in. And bleach. Like, oh, you got, damn, you got fabric toughener and detergent and bleach, bro. Y'all got money over there, B. What? <laughs> damn, though. That's not hard. Like, it's not like I'm going to the river and washing my clothes on a rock. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so I, I hate actually folding laundry and okay. um, I hate raking leaves. Like, mm. gosh, yo, like this, mm. this um, fall was the first time I've raked the yard since like high school. Sheesh, and it it sucked just as much now as it did back then. Okay, damn, that's those are good ones. I mean, I think I thought my answer would just be like, like the default. Like I would clean, like I would want to do all cleaning like while I was sleeping, not have to pay attention to it. Like so, cleaning, like washing dishes, um, vacuuming or some shit. Like I hate doing all of that. And so if I could do that while I was asleep, I mean, I feel like those kind of simple tasks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, I would want to do that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't actually mind folding my laundry. I hate putting my laundry away. How often do you do laundry? Man, don't put me on blast on the, on the podcast, bro. I mean, I don't think it's a... I think it's like every two, three weeks. I do laundry every week, dog. Every week? Every weekend. You're such an adult. That's because I hate I hate it piling up, and then on top of that, like, um, especially if I'm like running actively, like I'm training session, training oh, cycle, yeah. like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going through like imagine anytime you run, it's, it's, it's a shirt, yeah, shorts, compression shorts, socks, and then like, you don't want that to sit too long, and it'd be stinking too, yeah, yeah. So you gotta do it, well, and it's like what four or five times a week, yeah, or, or or hooping. Let's say you ran and you hoop that day, yeah. Yeah, I don't want that shit just sitting there. That's true. That's true. So. Um, I've been I've been trying to, I've been moving to more every two weeks consistently, because mm-hmm. um, I've been also trying to like make sure I'm like washing my sheets regularly, yeah. like my my bath towels. There'll be, be one of them dudes that that women talk about on on uh on Twitter. What 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 dudes you talking about? The dudes that they talk about dudes that don't like. Wash the sheets for like once every like couple months and, and nah, bro. And you only have one towel and one washcloth and nah, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> Dog, I'm I was so I I I actually got to a point where like I don't really want anything for Christmas. So like I legit was like, man, like I would get like a new set of sheets. Like that'd be dope. You know, so like that. I asked my mom. And I was like, yeah, like can I get some like new sheets for Christmas or some shit? I don't know. Yeah, I low key like low key as I've become like more and more domesticated though, like. Nice sheets, nice pillowcases. Them shits, them shits hit different, bro. Their account matters, bro. It does. It does. Like I got like I got like little like my duvet. 
to put over my blanket, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got like two of them joints and shit. Like them shits is fire, bro. But now that like my dog gets on my bed more now, like I'm also trying to be like conscious not to just be having like cuz you know it's like smells like my dog sometimes. So like I got to wash that shit. Yeah, more often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's shedding now too. I don't think labs shed much, but that's why I, find... so I got the dog I got. Yeah, facts. I don't want no shedding at all. Bruh. I was like, I'm like, well, this is hair. Right here, I gave him a bath last night, bruh. It was hair everywhere. See? Nope. See, um, so there's three people living my there's three animals living in my house. Three animals. <laughs> all right. Yeah. But, like, we want to have room for one one animal that sheds. <laughs> So, I don't shed. So it can't be- Guinness Guinness doesn't shed. So yeah. So yeah. Figure uh, it out. Yeah, figure it out yourself. But yeah, um, yeah. So I think that's what I would do: um, folding laundry and breaking leaves. And I would definitely be, I would definitely be like cleaning the kitchen, cleaning the bathroom, vacuuming, that kind of shit. I don't mind doing laundry. I actually kind of like it, low key. I just don't like putting my stuff away. I wonder what that means. I don't know. I wish I had like a cooler task to do while I'm asleep, but it's got to be simple, so I don't know. Yeah, it's not too many simple. Like other things, like I don't mind cleaning like the crib. Like I don't mind like cleaning the bathroom or cleaning it's the kitchen. Mind boggling for me. Um, Mopping that shit did, bro. I mean, we we have a uh, we have a Swiffer, so it's not that bad. Man, I gotta get a new one. Like, I think the head on my little oh, not a Swiffer. I have like the mop, but you can like crank it to like squeeze it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got that joint. Swiffers are dope, though. I should get a Swiffer. Yeah, and it's so simple. Like you, you, you got like little um, pads or whatever. Pads. You put it on. You 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 sweep until it's it's dirty, and you throw it away. And you Thanks. and they're not that they're not that expensive. They, you think they got a Black Friday deal for the Swiffer G? I'm gonna have to. Sure. Pretty sure. I'm gonna have to level up, B. Hey, hit up like uh, I think I got mine from a grocery store. To be honest, Trish. But you can always like hit up like um, like a Bed Bath Beyond and see if they have any Black Friday deals. Trish, yeah, not bad. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got they got them all over Amazon, but I don't see no Cyber Monday shit or no Black Friday. But it's all good. It's all good. Soap and water, man. Old, so old school. Honestly, bro, like what is happening to me? <laughs> I never thought I would be talking to the homies like, man, bro, you got a Swiffer, bro? Damn. <laughs> this shit fire. Where'd you get yours from, dog? Oh, man. Oh, man. Did you see wow. the new attachment they got for it, bro? Damn. Like, come on, fam. What is happening? Uh, but it's growth. It's growth. And we should be grateful for it. Uh, yes. So let's rock out with this these AVMs, my guy. You ready to move on to the AVMs? Yep, yep. Uh, um, do you got some Griselda stuff for us? What you got this week? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, am I going first? Sure. Uh, I think I'll go first because yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go first this time. Yeah. Okay. So for my audio, this is the song that I told you. I I, I knew you were a fan of Saint John. Uh huh. You like his music. You think he's a talented artist. Well, I figured I would recommend a song that he just released. Um. So for the audio, the song is called Smack DVD. And it's by St. John, featuring none other than Kanye Omari West. 
And I just know that because you don't separate art from artist and you love what these artists are doing, that this would be a song that you would really gravitate towards. And so, you know, listeners, I hope you guys check it out too. But really, this one's just for you, Tunde. Sure. Smack DVD. Smack DVD. I, I, I've already sent it to you. I texted it. Yeah, to yeah, you. I, saw, I saw. Okay, great. So uh, I would love for you to check it out. It's a great song. Um, you will love it. And you know the feature list. I guess that's cool too. But really, it's just about the music. You know. <clears throat> for my video recommendation, um, I have found, and by found, I mean my Netflix algorithm has recommended the most wholesome show of all time it is called the american bible challenge hosted by jeff foxworthy Castle question yes what makes it wholesome huh what makes it wholesome what makes the show wholesome yeah. well it's literally people like playing games and like all this other stuff uh and they're answering questions about the bible uh, but every team, they're on there, and all the money goes to charity. Oh. Uh, they tell all these, like, super heartfelt stories about, like, how, you know, people are working for these food pantries or, like, they've lost a child and they have, like, their own foundations and they're trying to, like, cure these diseases. And everyone on there is just, like, absolute sweethearts. And it's it's the cutest shit ever. Like, even one of the segments or one of the games that they play is called kids sayeth the cutest things and the whole premise is they put up like a youtube video of a of like a little child trying to explain a biblical story and then they like ask the team's questions about like the story in the bible and they have to like ask answer these questions it's it's incredible um and it just warms my heart and you watch it and you're like man like i really want them to win this money and then, oh, i don't know man that's cool it's, it's fire, though. I highly recommend it. The American I, Bible Challenge. I think, I think that's good. You need some wholesomeness in your life. Excuse me? Nothing. Excuse me? My algorithm recommended this to me, which means that I am wholesome, and they're finding me more things that fit with who I am. You know what I'm saying? That's how al the algorithm works. Okay. Cool. It was like a solid 90% recommended, and when I watched it, I was like, y'all could have just gave this a smooth 100, bro. This is right up my alley. It's the best. And then, like, they did it where the teams would go, and then they come back in later episodes, and they are and they have a chance to compete for $100,000. It's so great, bro. It's so great. You should watch it, man. I watch it once they have a, uh, uh, a Quran challenge. <laughs> just, just for the, 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 the diversity. <laughs> Okay, the one thing I will say about it is um, I think it exposed my own flaws while I was watching it because like I was hypersensitive to like my really negative thoughts while I was watching it, right? Like I remember watching one of the episodes and I was like, oh, here are all the Trump supporters. And I did not feel good about that, that that thought crossed my mind. Why? Because I was like, all these like Bible Belt Southerners, like from Mississippi and Louisiana and Alabama and shit. I'm like, oh damn, like yeah, they 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 probably support Trump. Yeah, I'm like, here y'all go, but like, but then at the same time, they're on here like talking about all the great stuff that they're doing for their community and shit. And it's cool. 
Mm, who think who? You know what? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna do this. I know. I know. I Great know. For Great for them. I know. And that's what I was. That's what I'm saying. Like I was so torn because I wanted to be like, oh y'all, y'all are sweet people, and y'all got the southern hospitality twang going. But I was like, but mm. they probably have a Confederate flag like buried in the closet. You feel me? Not buried. No, it's, it's hanging on the on the porch, bro. Uh, but I was like, damn, like John, like that's fucked up. You're thinking about that. And then I was like, damn, this show is probably making a ton of money because none of the contestants actually get any money and everything is donations. So I was like, damn, like every it, single time it, you have it, a winner, that's a tax break. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, yo, they're probably getting that bag right now. So that was another thought that I had, and I was like, ooh, that's that's pretty dark. But, you know, I'm on my own journey, man. We'll get there eventually, right? It's not the worst thing. Um, so, yeah, American Bible Challenge. Still recommend it. It was a great show. I had a great time. There's two seasons. So I've binged season one, and I'm waiting for my friend to watch some episodes, and I'm going to watch some with, with them. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Um, um, you said what? I said, good job. Thanks, bro. Uh, Thanks. I watch it one day. You should. No, I'll, and if if you don't watch it on your own, I will definitely force you to watch it a couple episodes. Sure. So get ready. Um, and so for my mental, I finally have finished this book. Well, I have like four pages left, but I'm basically done. But the fire next time by James Baldwin. I think I've mentioned it in a few episodes, um, but I'm glad to have kind of gotten through it now. Uh, because one, you know, I think you, you've read it, right? You, you, yes, you read yeah. it. Before. Yep. Um, and so, you know, it is a collection of, uh, two essays, uh, by James Baldwin. Um, the first one is about, it's kind of like a letter to his nephew, I want to say, where he was talking about, you know, not giving in to all the hatred and anger of being a black man in America and how to like trying to like navigate that and everything so you know this was written in the 60s but shit if it didn't absolutely hit close to home just in light of everything we're dealing with in 2020 uh to which i'll throw one caveat out there i know that joe biden is the president everybody but the work's not done um so don't think we're out of the woods yet right um so yeah yep. uh but then the second uh, essay uh, is kind of about the uh, like the black community and how Christianity doesn't really serve the black community, uh, and and it kind of highlights like the nation of Islam and how like African American Muslims have basically you know repurposed God. I don't know for a lack of a better word. To you know, have a black God or a black Jesus that serves African Americans and not just white people only. Um, and you know, anytime I read about the Nation of Islam or or you know talk to people about it, I can't say I just be blindly agreeing with everything that they say because I think there are a lot of like really radical views. But you know, anything that's like serving to black people that can help empower them or put them in a better position, I'm not necessarily opposed to it, right? And so. Um, it was definitely just something that was very interesting for me to think about um, and then hearing it from like an outsider, air quotes, perspective um, was really good. And so I appreciate it just kind of learning about that and James Baldwin's experience with the Nation of Islam and stuff. So um, great book, super short book. 
it is a quick read. Don't let my experience fool you, um, but I would highly recommend it. Um, and so those are my AVM recommendations. Good work. James Baldwin's a favorite. I know, man. He's such a beast. Yeah. He's a way of words. He does. Um, Hashtag right. goals. Yeah. Uh, so my turn. I think for my for my <laughs> audio, uh, yes, well, this weekend, Friday, uh, Juicy J dropped uh, his latest album. Yes, he did. And it is really, really good. I listened to it, like, half of it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went back and started started the album over again and listened to it in my run today. It's it's so good. Like, it's like, like in college, I was a big 3-6 fan. Hell yeah. Like, like a huge 3-6 fan, um, which I think is maybe that's why I like a lot of Memphis rappers now. Like, uh, like Dolph and, and Gotti. But... Would you say you relate to the young Dolph? Yeah. I, I listen to I listen to him to the Packers gone. Okay, nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I think this album is called "The Hustle Continues," and it's like a classic. Like as far as like the production and the beats, it's like a classic, like three six album. Yeah. And but he takes like hot rappers from today, and he puts them like on that type of production. And like he samples a lot of his old songs, also like um, on the album, right? So like the feature list is crazy. Like uh, yeah. he has Wiz Khalifa, Lil Baby, Two Chains, ASAP Rocky, Conway. There you go. I have to throw in a little bit. There of- it is. I knew it was coming. <laughs> that that Conway feature is crazy. Um, uh, Key Glock, Young Dolph, Logic, uh, Megan. Hey, Logic was on there. He, he's on two tracks. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Ty Dolla Sign, J Rock, Project Pat, like crazy features. Oh, I miss Project Pat, bro. Yeah, man. Project Pat, Country Black. I mean, uh, Country Black. Yeah, but yeah. So it's a really, really good album. It's sixteen songs. Um, like I love this. I love. That's one like we talked about. How producers always have like their little thing. Like Metro, like you know, Metro, I trust you. I'm gonna mm-hmm. shoot you. And I love Juicy J's like little tag. Uh, what did Juicy say? Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a really, really good album. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I suggest. I highly suggest it. I um, only made it through like the first four or five tracks. I had started it, but I just haven't finished it yet. But yeah. no, like I'm a. I, I love Juicy J, and it was interesting to me. And I don't know if you felt this too. Like it was still Juicy J, but it wasn't as misogynistic because he has a daughter yeah. in it. Yeah, I mean, you know it's, what I'm saying? it's a little We we'll get to the end. He talks oh, about idea. Yeah, I mean, it's a song called the song "She Gonna Pop It" with Megan Stallion. <laughs> okay, he's back. He's back. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 toned down though. Sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. But uh, that's that's my audio. Uh, Juicy J, the hustle continues. Um, my visual is uh, one of the movies that I watched this week. It's called. Uh, <laughs> so you pointed this out. I didn't even realize it, but. It's called it's called Run. It it mm-hmm. stars it, it stars uh I forget the other K- Kira Allen. I don't know that actress, but um it also stars uh Sarah Paulson from um Sarah Paulson, she did American Horror Story and I forget what other movies she's done. Um but the the movie is basically um talks about um it starts off like she she just had a baby premature. Uh 
like the baby's like super super small right and like then it's fast forward it's in washington it's based in washington and like her daughter like has it's, it's also i'm listing like all these conditions like her daughter has asthma um a daughter's in a wheelchair she has um our daughter has i forget the, the disorder where like you have too much iron in your blood so it gives you like these like like um skin mm-hmm. patches or mm-hmm. uh she has asthma she has diabetes she has like all these things right and so she's like in this group this coping group where like parents who are scared for their kids to leave leave the house to go to college and she's like well you know i'm glad my daughter's leaving because you know, my whole, my whole life is about her, and I'm glad to just be able to live my life. And yeah. then, obviously, that's not what the case is. So, like, basically, her daughter's trying to get into University of Washington. And I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's a, Please huge, don't. It's yeah. a huge twist in it. But her daughter's in a wheelchair, and John pointed out that, what, hold on, is it called, is it called a run because the daughter can't walk? I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even see <laughs> I did, I, I, But, yeah, but that's not why it's called a run. But but you, you you'll notice why you you'll find out why it's called a run. But it's oh, it's a really really good movie. Oh, it's on it's on Hulu. Okay. It's, yeah. Oh. I, I think it was meant for the movies, um. Oh. But they released digitally on Hulu because you know coronavirus. That's true. Um. So yeah, it's I called. Remember, run. I remember when you were telling me about that, and I said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Um, so my last, um, my last uh, recommendation is a podcast and the podcast is, um, it's another into, into America, um, podcast is the most recent one. It came out on November, uh, 19th and it uh, is called Kamala Harris and the rainbow sign. And the rainbow sign basically is like this social, um, the social political club. Um, that's an actual building called Rimmer Club that like lots of activists um, like spent their time in. So like James Baldwin, speaking of James Baldwin, he used to like, frequent the, the Rainbow Sign. Uh, Nina Simone, Shirley Chisholm, um, but also um, Kamala Harris's mother used to spend a lot of time there as well. So like by proxy, she was she was there a lot too, like in her early, you know, she used to bring Kamala with her as well. So it talked about like, the political like background of Oakland in the sixties and seventies and like, you know, with the black Panthers and how like California itself is not very diverse, but Oakland is mm-hmm. and, and why it's diverse um, through the great migration. And it talked about like how a lot of her views were shaped from the rainbow sign, but sort of the whole first half of the podcast talks about the rainbow sign, which I thought was pretty interesting. Like, I mean, I knew that Oakland was like a, a hotbed for political activism in, mm-hmm. in the '70s, but I wasn't—I didn't—I never heard of the Rainbow Sign. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's a really good listen. Um, and talks to, it talked. They talked to um, the daughter of the founder of the Rainbow Club, and um, they talked to some people who also knew um, Kamala, and they—they they talked about like, oh, were you surprised that, that she decided to be a prosecutor? And later it was like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't surprised, but I mean, everyone has their, their own path that they have to follow, regardless of, you know, if others agree with it or not. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's a really good listen. Um, as, as you all know, I'm a really big fan of history, especially black history in, in America. Um, but yeah, so that's my mental, um, into America podcast, uh, November 19th episode titled Kamala Harris and the Rainbow Sign.
Nice, man. I, that's that's not your. I think that might be your second or third episode that you've recommended for this podcast. I might just yeah. have to go ahead and subscribe because yeah, man, Shermaine Lee, like it's like he's a podcast, the black dude, like he's yeah. a, a prize winner, um, correspondent for MSNBC. Like he does an amazing job on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely like to. I should probably just check it out more regularly. I usually just wait for you to point out stuff, but yeah. it seems like there's good content all the time, and so. Uh, great recommendations as always, my guy. My guy. My guy. See, so ready to wrap this up? Yeah, I'm tired. Oh. Yeah, dog. I'm getting. I'm. I'm, I'm so washed. Um, so, hey, everybody. Hey, summer sixteenth friends. Now that we've left you with some things to check out, until next time, we're gonna wrap this show right on up. So, first and foremost, thank you for listening. All jokes aside. Uh, you know, we appreciate y'all. Y'all been rocking with us, shit, it seems like, for a while now, man. You know, time is relative. But we appreciate you always kind of giving us a chance, you know, constantly, you know, engaging with us uh, on all of our platforms. And so, of course, you can stay connected with us via email. Um, that's our favorite way. Um, Summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. But we also have our Instagram and Twitter accounts, which is Summer16Pod, Summer16Pod, as well as our Facebook page, Summer16Podcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and drop the links in the description for you uh, just to make it a little easier for you to find us if you're not already following. But, you know, check us out, man. You know, we uh, have little polls and, you know, little content and stuff that you guys can continue to engage with us. But no matter what it is, you know, feel free to always reach out and give us your feedback. You know, and we'd also love it if you guys would, you know, like, rate, subscribe, share the show on, you know, just to help us continue growing. Um, if you did enjoy the content, uh, content, you know, we're also uh, on Cash App. You know, you guys can help put a little something, something towards our books, uh, which also helps us continue to grow the show and, you know, incorporate new features. Our Cash App account is dollar sign summer 16 pod. That's summer one six pod following the dollar sign anything helps though you know uh we appreciate you guys for just giving us the time of day whenever or however you're listening uh we love you so until next time that's a whole lot of gang shit man gang 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 stay safe stay inside stay sane wear a mask wear a mask wash your hands wash your hands wash your ass get up a day Get a bidet if you can. Um, they're great. Uh, but yeah, y'all, y'all be smooth, man. Oh shit! Also, you guys could get on Call of Duty and fuck with us too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I started a, a group me group for Call of Duty, and we're setting up private matches. So we have a private match tonight, private match tomorrow, and I'm sure probably the next weekend after that as well. Um, because the time you hear this will be Wednesday, but yeah, we'll be setting up private matches. It's really fun. Get on it. Call of Duty yeah. game. Ten days addicted. So if there's any day of the week, you'll probably find him. And if you ask really nice, you'll be able to find me on there too. So, uh, y'all, shit, that's the longest outro we've ever had. Um, yeah. We out of here, baby. Peace. Peace.